You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 75. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! Crack Pack a Lacking Podcast World. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 75. Cinco. Ah! We're coming to you with a topic that's kind of been on the list maybe for a little while, and that's going to be happiness here. I'm really excited to hear what John's got to say on this, Craig. Because I'm happy, clap along. <laughs> you know the song. Good. You know it. He's been happy would be one way to define his actions the last hour or so that he's been in my office today since he got here. So I'm really excited to see what he's got to say about it. I'm, I'm on the happy hype train. <laughs> he's pretty hyped. And so we're going to delve into what is happiness, maybe how to find happiness, what it means to us, things like that. Uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. We appreciate all the reviews we've been getting, things like that. Um, I think that makes you pretty happy, eh, John? Yeah, it really does. You know, I like looking at all those international downloads. And one of the things that I see, um, you know, consistently we have the same amount of downloads in a few different areas, like in Spain and in, uh, um, let's see, where else? Around Brussels area. Uh, so. We appreciate y'all listening, but we would like you to share it around. Let's get some numbers up in those areas, guys. Uh, but before we delve into some of these amazing happenings, John is also going to take us in with the would you rather that I think, Craig, he's pretty excited about. Huh? I know. I'm a little nervous and excited at the same time. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it, too. And I got to give a shout out and a thanks to my little brother, Paul. Paul, give we love Paul. you, buddy. Appreciate the input. Uh, it's been I've been giggling about this one since he threw it out there and said this would be a perfect one for y'all to throw out and see what the other people say about it. So uh, I've been itching to get this one out. So are y'all ready? We're yes. ready. Okay. So if you had to marry one of the other bros, okay, who would you rather have to marry from a personality standpoint? So let's just say you got to replace April's personality with mine or hot dogs or Craig Creams. What would it go? What would it be? Oh, so you still are married to your You're spouse, still married to your but spouse, they but have that personality. Correct. You replace the personality of one of the bros. He's soft there, Paul. <laughs> I wish y'all could see the faces that we got when I run through that out there. This is about what I was expecting. I've been looking forward to this for weeks weeks oh, man okay who wants to take this first i'll go go ahead buddy don't worry craig i'm taking you 
easily predictable. I knew this was coming from him. Oh, that's funny. I thought it out for a minute. My life would be fun, I'm pretty sure, with, with job. But I also could see, because I'm just taking into account our good old buddy FTB, Flat Tookie Biscuit, and what he endures and some of the stories that I have heard. <laughs> and I think it would get old and old fast. Um, well, I would always have like positive Craig over there building me up, you know, mm-hmm. a good listening ear. Never really putting me in a bad spot. Not trying to put me in trouble. I've heard stories of that too with uh, one of John's other brothers. So that would be a pretty easy for me. But pretty good question there, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> still a little startled by it. Not gonna lie. <laughs> CC's over here still shaking his head. still shaking his head. <laughs> it's like it's trippy because like I'm thinking of April, then your face pops in, and I'm like, wait a minute, it's personality, but uh, just the personality. Don't look at my physique. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, guys. That's kind of a weird question in a good way. It's pretty weird a bad way, too. I don't know. It is, because I think both of you guys got great personalities in your own way. I don't know if I can say one's my favorite or I would be married to it. <laughs> it's so trippy. I still can't get it. Hmm. I don't know, man. Come on, Cece. You, you, done, you can't you, stay on the fence. You, you got to juice. You, you didn't stomp me on this Just one. stay on the fence, Cece. Uh Ah, I don't know if I can choose, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm supposed to, like, picking one means you draw a hard line, which I get. Yeah, I get. Uh, you're right, Matt. Steve would be kind of wild and crazy. <laughs> Probably go with the flow. I think Matt would be a little more in line and grounded, which I am tend to be a little more straight and narrow. Um, so do I need the extra adventure in my life to I mean, kind of pull me out of the Your whole life, bro. Your whole <laughs> life. That's where, John, you can yeah. Your whole life. I know. It's a long time. I know. Oh, Could be. So I'm... I'm sorry. I'm going to leave that to our listeners to decide. <laughs> How about you, brother? You know what? That's what I predicted, too. I said, CC's going to stay on the fence. He's not going to want to hurt anybody's feelings, which... We all know where CC would go. Uh, we know. <laughs> he, he just doesn't want to hurt your feelings, hot dog. It's okay. Well, I'm over there with uh, hot dog. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take CC's personality. <laughs> just so reassuring, supportive. Such kind man, so oh, I'm going over there with CC all the way. So looks like CC's gonna be spread out. In, in, <laughs> I, love, in some, I love you guys. Well, I love you guys. CC makes a good wife, apparently. Look at that. We both took him. <laughs> Should really take April's take on this. <laughs> oh, Maybe we could have a follow up, do a little video with it, bring her in. Oh yeah, see. that would be an interesting <laughs> podcast. Let's see what she says. Oh, that's funny, guys. Good oh. one. Good one. Deep. I will give a look into that. Just a small aside. So I, I had a uh, a little work thing the other day. We won't delve too much into this. John and Craig know what we're talking about, but just for, I don't know, maybe ethical purposes or something. And I ran into a guy uh, in a case that knows Craig from way back in the day. And, you know, uh, we call it somewhat of an adversary in this particular situation. And, you know, he still was like, that Craig, one of the nicest guys I've ever <laughs> met. I've never heard a person not tell me that about Craig. Oh, you guys, I appreciate it. Yes, yeah, tough to top that. That's what I'm looking for in a wife. <laughs> you know, the guys pray for my future spouse on this uh, podcast before we start. Yeah, we do. We do. We need, uh, yeah, somebody that's got some of Craig's. Maybe I should be doing the interview process first, Matt. All right, so if you want to date actually. Matt, you call us. I will visit with you. We'll talk it out, and then we'll see if you make it to the next level. <laughs> see if you pass Craig. That's probably what should be happening, actually. Oh, man. Well, that... Paul provided some happiness right there in and of itself, some good old laughter, um, which I kind of wrote down as um, something that brings me some happiness from time to time. But before we delve into that, why don't we talk about what do we think maybe happiness is? 
Well, guys, I looked up the definition of happiness, and it's it's deep. It's really deep. I mean, get your mind around this, but happiness is the state of being happy. Oh, man. <laughs> Woo. It goes along lines of the discussion we were having beforehand. What is it? Is it an emotion? Is it a feeling? Yeah, is feeling, it a state yeah. of mind? What is it? Yeah. Um, some things say that, um, you know, it's a sense of well-being, joy, or contentment. You know, that's one definition I saw. What do y'all feel? How do y'all feel about happiness? Well, you know, Princess Poppy from Trolls said, uh, happiness is inside all of you. Sometimes you need a little help getting it out. Um, so apparently it's in there. It could be dormant, but uh, maybe sometimes you need some other people to help coax it out of you. Have y'all seen that movie? I'm too distracted right now because John has lied to us, Greg. <laughs> Enlightened. The dude has pages of notes. Oh, see, he had a blank sheet of paper, flipped it over. Dum, dum, dum. That's dumb. what I always do. I don't want you cheating For on me. the that. last 30 minutes, Greg and I have been brainstorming, prepping. John's been running around here like a crazy person, hyped up on life <laughs> of some sort. Now we know. Um, I don't know. Really, when it comes to me, I'm not sure. I've been wanting to do this topic for a little while. What it is, because I think you can find happiness in a lot of different ways in life. And that's kind of where I would start with it. Um, for myself, I, I consider myself a simple person at times, so it doesn't take me take a lot uh, to bring me some type of happiness uh, or joy. And then you can find it also in pretty big things, maybe something you've been waiting on to happen for a long time, uh, career-wise or something personally, vacation, I don't know, something like that. Uh, but I am a little dumbfounded around whether it is, is it uh, an emotion? Is it something you're experiencing? Is it what actually is it? I'm not sure. And so I think that comes down to what do you think it is personally? I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer to that. Well, you know, there's a bunch of uh, books, uh, lectures, a lot of different things on happiness. A lot of people are in search of it and looking for it. Um, to me, I think it's, it's, you know, the innate desire uh, for us as children of God to always be seeking and pursuing and growing um, in life. And, uh, you know, personally, I think it's something that, you know, a lot of people get caught up in, I want to be happier. I want to be, you know, I need this to, in order to get happy. But I, I think that's the wrong way to look at things. I think that, um, you know, it's not something that you can do and achieve. And, hey, look, at, I'm there. I'm happy. And tomorrow I'm going to get up and be, oh, I'm happy. I already achieved it. I'm happy. I think it's the journey uh, that you have to enjoy, you know, each day, each opportunity, whenever you're continuing to seek new things, grow through new processes that uh, you just need to be content with um, that process because it doesn't end until you kick the bucket. So your number's called up, buddy. That's it. Amen, man. That's beautiful. I agree. It's kind of like, you know, April always says love is a choice, right? You look at these couples that are married and they don't, it doesn't work out. And it's like, you got to kind of sometimes choose to love your spouse every day. So I think sometimes happiness is a choice too. It's not that, you know, it's like, well, what, what makes you choose happiness in the middle of something that's very unhappy, like our recent floods, you know, and I look forward to discussing all the different things you can do to gain happiness. Because I think some people, it's like, you're people are just happy all the time, no matter what. And it just it blows my mind. I have a few patients who come in and they're living life. And yeah, man, I got cancer, but it's okay because I got this and this. And they just, they see life from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of it's mindset. I think some of those uh, happy people aren't held hostage by the circumstances of their life. Um, and so it's, um, they don't seek happiness in other people or things. They seek it in a different way. They look at life differently. So that'll be 
you know, interesting to look at different people's level of happiness and where you fit into that spectrum and why maybe you're not there and how does your psychology and mindset and your life uh, put you where you're at? And then what can we do individually to try to get us closer to that state of happiness, whatever that is? I agree, CC and Johnny. Um, I think at the foundational root of it all, you got to be happy with yourself, um, in my opinion, before maybe you can experience whatever level of happiness you're trying to achieve, find in life. Um, I, I do think you've got, we're all created for a reason. And I think we do spend, like John says, a lot of our life maybe in search of um, what that happiness is and or finding ourselves first and being happy with ourselves, who we're created to be. Short aside, um, kind of what Craig's talking about. Some people, the outlook, attitude, etc., is pretty good. And one of my, our good buddies used to work with Cooper. Um, he has a client, really neat story um guys overcome a lot in his life um been in a wheelchair the majority of his life um just i think maybe born that way or something at a young age happened i can't recall what but one of the most phenomenal outlooks probably more mentally stronger than than i for sure am i can say that than most people i would know but you won't see him complaining same thing with his wife and i think that 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 guy is truly happy with who he is where he is in life not a man woe is me kind of thing just and i think that comes down to when it's a state when you look at happiness it's a state of mind in a sense something i had seen that um you know you talked about loving yourself mm-hmm. you know a couple little tools that i would read that said you know you could look at this to be more happy one is practice letting go so forgiveness, you think about people that are holding on to things, that sort of something they're carrying and, and they may not forgive themselves. So if you can't forgive yourself, you're not happy with yourself, then mm-hmm. you won't be happy. Um, and avoiding blame, like a lot of people try to blame others, blame things. And you just kind of, you're always looking for that, why is why this, why that? Like you're looking to push that negativity onto something, whether it's, it's something you have to accept that because it's your responsibility or just trying to change your outlook on life. And um Look, another thing I read was life happens for you. So a lot of people think life happens to them. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm in the situation because genetically this is how God made me, or I've had these horrible circumstances, or you know I've got these bad things. But if you look at life happening for you, like if you look at the billions of combinations that could have occurred um, to make you as an individual, but when you were born, God chose you to be that individual that was born and this life is here for you this whole world is a is is for all of us it's just how do you approach each day with the gift that god gave you of this world and your resources and every your talents and are you making the most of them yeah you know touching on things that both of you talked about i think is the mind and body connection so i think it's important to have a good mental uh, outlook on you know your day-to-day actions and the things that happen to you and the things that, um, you know, you put out there in the world. Um, other things, you know, taking care of yourself, being happy with the way that you look, you know, and I think the most important things as far as that is concerned is, you know, a lot of people <clears throat> are uncomfortable with the way that they look or they want to look a little different. Um, but just keep in mind, I think for the most part, that problem is between your ears. I mean, it usually doesn't bother anyone else other than you. Um, so if you can overcome that and just be happy with some of those things or put in some action steps to, uh, remedy the situation. If you want to lose 10 pounds, you know, you, that's a, that's an attainable goal, um, or 50 pounds, whatever it is, you know, you can, you know, do some nutritional modifications, do some exercise and you can change those things. So, 
taking care of the mind, doing some meditation, doing some um, assurances, you know, the things that we talked about Good in prior podcasts, some affirmations, yeah, yeah. Um, all of those things can help get you in a better place mentally. And then you can move that over to the physical side and change your appearance. If you I choose. made a really interesting observation. So when I came in today, Matt was just hanging down, That's true. half asleep. He was had just eating about 1,300 calories. 1,300 calories bogging. Six cookies. Steve's doing the running man by himself right here. <laughs> so there's definitely an energy level. Yeah. So, and I think regardless of our mental state, like Steve said, your self-care, you know, it doesn't, you know, rather than worry about, okay, I don't, I need to lose 50 pounds. Just go for a walk and, and see how good that feels, you know, getting your blood flowing and, and maybe eating a little cleaner, maybe getting a good night's sleep, just all these little things can change your physiology. That's one thing old boy Tony always says. Oh, Tony! Baby. Um, you know, mo- motion is emotion. Yeah. So get up and move, and you'll just feel better. I promise. If you sit in a chair all day and stare at a TV, you're going to be slouched over, breathing shallow, hunched. It's going to be a dark room, half asleep. But if you get up and walk and just take some deep breaths, look at Craig's trees, um, <laughs> and just try to like be happy that you can breathe, I mean... The person you are in each of those situations will be totally different. At least you're giving yourself a leg up on your physiology to hopefully uh, improve your odds of getting some happiness that day. And I think you can also find the happiness from other people a little bit. Finding um, happiness in other people's happiness or let them bring you some happiness. Just like today. It's a good example. Craig brings the light here. John uh, does look like he could be in the circus or something. (laughs) Just hype up today. Um, (laughs) I could not figure it out. And I literally was pretty stoked until I ate something and it, it got me a little tired. I, I could have used a, a nap on the couch over there. But then I'm, I'm bringing my energy back and I think it came to John somewhat agreeing to a trip here to Boston. And that's brought a little, little more energy to me because that would provide me some extreme happiness because we've been just waiting for, I don't know, three and a half years. Lavish trip is all I'm going to say, buddy. Lavish trip. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Five star. <laughs> No, I think a big component uh, in people's happiness is relationships. So that may be family relationships, mm-hmm. friendships, uh, dating interactions, those types of things. And that's something that, you know, for me, looking back over the last uh, 12, 15 months, however long we've been going through this pandemic was something that I thought was, a, that was a big concern for me is for one, you know, a lot of people losing a lot of those relationships or losing a lot of the normal interaction of those relationships. So I thought that was something that was going to be problematic. And certainly we've seen a lot of problems in society going on um, during this time frame. Um, That has, you know, been something to consider is the withdrawal from those relationships and interactions. Is that something that's contributing to this? Uh, what do y'all think about that? I think that's awesome. I think connection's huge. You know, you go back to the pandemic and looking at how many people were disconnected from work and school and they didn't have those relationships. They lost that connection. Mm-hmm. They lost that. And that, and that really takes an emotional toll because we're human beings. We need to have connection and feel close to one another. And, um, you know, it's like, I also think your peer group, has a lot to do with how you feel and that could be your family, but you know, that old SNL skit, uh, or Saturday Night Live, uh, Debbie Downer, she would say some, somebody would say something like, man, it's a beautiful day. And she'd chime in. Yeah. Too bad that plane crashed to yesterday. And it's like, weren't, weren't, weren't. They play that <laughs> Debbie Downer. So if you have a friend or a person who's like always just unloading all of this baggage, maybe help them find a place to, to unload that. But if you take it on, 
and it's 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 important to help our friends and family, but don't let it be the what brings you down. You know, so having a good peer group, you know, you always say you're the sum of the three people you spend the most time with. So if you spend time with positive energy field folks, you're going to be a positive energy field person. If you spend all your time with people that are just Debbie Downers, and that's how you're going to feel. And so kind of going back to the Alan Heiser, I think role models are good. Heiser! Heiser. Great episode. <laughs> Our brother, Alan. But, you know, just being, you know, finding a role model, finding somebody who lifts you up. If you don't have that peer group, man, seek them out. If it's this podcast, hopefully we can be what lifts you up. And, uh, of course, we're always here for you and our listeners, just like we need each other. I can tell you, when we get together for these podcasts, it's awesome. And it's definitely a, a boost in our emotional state, our, our spiritual state, and Definitely physical state. I mean, Steve's over here dancing. It's awesome. <laughs> it is. And I think that a lot of the things y'all are saying, you know, waking up, eating, uh, the people you surround yourself with, a lot of that does come down to we do have the ability to choose our own happiness and or state of happiness at that time, wherever, whatever we have going on. It could be something pretty significant, like uh, not great for us, a health issue, uh, storms that have hit us, things like that. But we get to choose it. And I was when I was doing a little research here, um, I saw this quote by Abraham Lincoln I thought it was pretty cool. Old Abe. Cool. Uh, folks are usually about as happy as they make their minds up to be. And I think uh. that that's pretty, pretty good because, again, it comes up to you can, whatever state that you're in or whatever's going on in your life, it's easy to be happy when the, the going's good, right? When you're doing something you like to do or uh you accomplish something you like to accomplish but it's being able to find that that slice of heaven that slice of happiness when the times are not easy and i think uh that really does come a lot to the people you surround yourself with and having somebody in those times that may be able to point that out to you hey this is pretty good look at it look at it through this lens the good old half a glass full lens of things in life what do y'all think about um again more to the mindset of of us being able to control some of our own happiness in each situation no, you certainly can. And uh, doing the type of work that Cece and I do, there are things that go on uh, called psychosocial problems that can complicate physical manifestations of pain. So people start uh, ruminating or uh, having unreasonable expectations or unreasonable uh, feelings of what their outcome is going to be. And that can slow down and uh, inhibit their recovery. So if you can mentally focus and ruminate on the negative bad things, and that will uh, reduce the likelihood of you having a complete recovery. Certainly, you can go the opposite direction, have good mindset, and uh, help improve and improve your life in other areas. Uh, same things have been done for surgical outcomes. You know, people going into uh, spinal surgeries with uh, a negative outcome tend to do. I've heard that before. Don't mm -hmm. do as well. And people who go in uh, with a positive mindset, thinking, "Okay, I'm going to recover for this. I'm going to, I'm going to get out of this," then. Uh, they tend to do better than the other uh, population. So it's an interesting thing how much uh, that mindset, that positive nature can increase your happiness beforehand and sounds like in the long term after also. It's funny when he said Abe Lincoln and he said folks. I thought it was like four scores. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, man, I've heard of that before, but it was just funny. <laughs> and Steve's right on right on point. It's a good point. You're like, like to what extent do you have control or not don't have control over your emotions and um you know can it be a learned thing can happiness be a learned thing because think about some people you know like a skill like a skill it's mm -hmm. like you know if you want to eat a certain way or exercise sometimes it takes two or three weeks of doing the same thing before it becomes a habit and uh and you know so it's like is it can you be happy if you jam music jump up and down cut up and play even if you're in an angry state like what could you do to kind of 
break that mentality. So if you're having a, uh, a day where you're down, force yourself to do something that just gets you laughing, gets you happy. As much as you may hate it and not want to do it, I guarantee you when it's all said and done, um, you'll probably change because they are that old saying, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you're miserable or unhappy, um, you might not be able to change it yourself unless you find those role models, those peer groups, or create those new habits and just do them consistently, whether you want to or not. You can always go find a friend like John. He'll make you <laughs> laugh. That's he for will sure. make you laugh. Yes. Well, you know, one thing that's, um, I think is important and a lot of us, as we age, we kind of lose that inner child and, you know, mm -hmm. having small children right now <clears throat> and seeing the things that excite them and make them happy is just something that I think as adults, um, if you can go back and remember some of those things or be around small children, then you can find a whole lot more happiness in very little things. Uh, for instance, my four-year-old, the tiny gift, he started doing puzzles this week and, um, I need to record a video of him doing it because it was the most insane excitement I've ever seen in this child. And he was just putting this puzzle together and he would find a piece and put it together. He would scream at the top <laughs> of his lungs and just, I got another piece. I mean, it was just amazing. And then whenever he finished, he danced on it and was through a little party. And it was just this, you know, simple little puzzle that he put together and just such unbelievable bliss that was going on in this boy's uh life it was just amazing to witness and you know you just see that you know with small children getting home and the kids come and meet me you know whenever i get in the house and just seeing the way that they look at you just i didn't do anything other than come home and just the excitement the happiness of me returning yeah. is just something that i think kind of gets lost with um, our day-to-day -day interactions and all of the distractions that we do and not focus on some of the important things that are going on around us every day. That's beautiful, man. What'd you think of 5.5? <laughs> you know, actually I think he's up to a five, five, maybe five. Yeah, I, I was at a <laughs> six, two weeks ago. <laughs> I, I will say John, John's kind of going a little deep today. I'm impressed because I was sitting here thinking, Oh man, it's well, I Craig. love the puzzle analogy. Cause you know, he's having joy creating and the process. Mm -hmm. And I've always heard, um, this, the saying that when you're making progress, you feel progress, fulfilled yeah. progress is happiness so it's like whatever worthwhile goal you have in life if it's a puzzle or if it's some big goal you want to accomplish even if just make a little baby step towards it and you're working towards something fulfilling that can be a source of happiness i know matt lit up earlier and we talked about the trip to, <laughs> to uh, boston and you know a couple things i had read about happiness is one was plan a fun activity and another yeah. one was spend more time outdoors. So it's like I always had an attending in uh, residency who said you can never not have a vacation planned. Like he's like you always got to have something on the books. Yeah, because that's something that you can always look forward to. That hey, you're moving towards a goal. So you know I, lo I love that. Maybe just finding it something to you can plan to look forward to that gives you that little hope, um, a little light at the end of the tunnel, or, or find a, find something you want to accomplish and just take baby steps and just do it and. I think you'll find some fulfillment and happiness. You know, toggling on that too, our, our good buddy Andrew Mims, when he came along for the ride, um, spoke about something I thought was pretty cool. And I've now thought about it the last couple of times I've bebopped out of town. And that is like bringing something back that he will, when he finds himself like maybe stuck in his office, long day, can't get out. And he'll look at it and go to a, a place in his mind that would bring him some type of joy, satisfaction, et cetera, remembering something. So I think that's another um, tool, so to speak, in so far as finding happiness, maybe when you're in a spot. And for myself personally, we all know I like my little saying. Um, if Snap life, of a finger. That's definitely at yes. the top. Oh. 
But the second one would be... Oh. <laughs> Number two. If, uh, <laughs> if everything was good in life, what would be the point of eternal happiness? That's just my own personal uh, line or way of looking at things. I'm striving for um, eternal happiness, happiness for the rest of eternity. So sometimes when the, when the rough's getting rough here... Um, on earth and our earthly lives i mentally just try to bring myself to the place of hey it's not supposed to necessarily be easy and you can find a little bit of joy or i personally do in the fact of having eternal happiness one day so again i kind of personally use that more of a mental outlook in such situations when it's not maybe the happiest of times so how much of the belief in something greater than us on this planet uh do you think is involved in the happiness i dug man this is a lot for me man a lot for you very high I think that should be the ultimate pursuit for all yes. of us. I, I think some of the most faith-filled people, man, they're just happy because mm-hmm. their heavens is their goal, right? They're not hanging up their hat on all these earthly possessions and things, and they're 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 looking forward to getting to God. So they're just enjoying the journey, you know. Hey, I know I've got all these horrible things, but God loves me, and I got these gifts, and I'm gonna be there one day. And that's that's their sort of you know light at the end of the tunnel, which I think. You know, I personally go through different stages of that. I'm, yeah. I'm always pursuing it and trying to grow it. And I think the the deeper I get in faith and focus on God and and reach to Him, the happier I am because I'm not leaning on my own will or the outcomes of letting this earth make me happy. You know, because it's always going to let me down. <laughs> yeah, and I think too, um, we've talked about the Bible in a year a little bit. Craig, you still at it? I'm still at it. Still at it too, man. I'm like eight behind. I'm a few behind. I'm closing the. I'm gap, like maybe though. four or five behind. Closing the gap. Um, but you look at that, and it's kind of crazy to me, because um, I think I've read the Bible years ago, cover to cover, but reading it and listening, maybe a little bit different thing. And you see all the trials and tribulations people experience throughout all of time here, and then that also provides me a little bit of comfort sometimes in my own life. Again, we've had a lot, personally, in our own area happening here from um, a lot of natural disasters uh, going on, and you would be like, man, what the heck? But stuff's been happening throughout all the time yeah it's not the best thing ever that's beyond uh our control as human beings and i think that 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 provides me a little sense of uh security along with the faith like john speaking faith's a big part of my life believing in something you can't see and i do i have the ultimate faith and belief of eternity and eternal happiness one day so that that's a good a good lens for me that i go down johnny boy yeah i agree i mean i think the belief in, uh, you know, the greater presence out there for us and God is something that, you know, it's it's tough to stay focused on throughout our life with all the things that go on. Uh, but I think the people who um, keep their eye on, on that prize, you know, looking for the eternal finish line like CC was talking about, um, keep a better perspective on those things and generally I think are probably a little bit happier than some others. You know, it's funny. I just saw on the Weather Channel, uh, there was this little news clip that said the most weather-battered city of that. the entire United States was Lake Charles. And it highlighted number all. Number one. Number one. And like I mean, National news. Day, national yeah. news, baby. And it's funny because you like, <clears throat> like go back to a previous podcast, Matt mentioned, you know, people are like, dude, what you choose to live there, uh, that's what you get. But <laughs> I mean, this is basically our home. And you come, can't make up all this. Come stuff. hell or high water, despite all that. We can go around town and it's tough. People are still smiling. We're still doing a podcast. We're showing up. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, in looking at people help others recover with their flooded homes, it's like it's a community that just keeps helping each other, picking each other up. And I know one of the things I'd read said, you know, give more than you can receive. You know, that's another way towards happiness. You know, you can't giving, yeah. You just give what you got. And and I think that brings you joy and fulfillment and to help somebody else and makes them have a bright day. 
Absolutely. That's one of the things we've talked about a few times. I like to write my little letters to people, you know, let them know I'm thinking of them or thank them for something. I get a lot of joy out of the simplest thing, just writing a few sentences to somebody. Um, Because generally, I mean, I I try to treat people like I'd want to be treated when I would receive a note for somebody. It'd make me feel good. So I think you can definitely find that. What about um, laughter? I know John can probably speak about that (laughs) a little bit. The, The fact of just laughter and maybe the energy and what you get from a mental uh, standpoint from just laughing at something in life. No, I agree. You know, laughter, I think, is it, um, really important, uh, underutilized. I try to use that throughout my life in my office, at home, wherever I go. I try to do that, you know, and there's a lot of positive effects that come from, you know, just laughing, smiling. Um, it, it's an interesting emotion. It's an interesting thing to uh, be able to help provide for people that can really change their outlook, Um I think it's great, and I try to do it wherever I go. It's a great talent the Lord has given you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's awesome. I can't can't agree more. I think there's a picture I saw some one time that was called the Laughing Jesus. Like it was Jesus cracking up. Like you don't <laughs> picture that, right? You yeah. always picture Jesus doing in his, uh, in his ministry, and and I don't know. It's just funny. Like he's cracking up, and you think, God, oh, Jesus laughed, and. Um, there's not a time when I'm not laughing that it doesn't lift me up and it's just a beautiful emotion. I also try, I'm not as good as Steve, but I try to keep things humorous and fun and lighthearted because you take life too seriously. It's not a good place. So if you're definitely a leg up when you're happy cutting up with somebody. Yeah, I bet Jesus is a big jokester. I bet he's really funny. Well, I got a few tricks up my He's bringing it out some before the podcast a little bit today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are y'all's thoughts on, uh, you know, with kids and all these cell phones and we're seeing social media and, you know, and I, I kind of look at, I toggle that with looking through this digital lens at things that may control your emotions, positive or negative, versus kind of self-reflection, going back to what Matt said about writing a letter. But I know, Matt, you also kept a journal for a period of time. You may still do still that. rocking it, man. So why not write a letter to yourself or write those thoughts out? I think journaling, um, writing your emotions, your feelings, kind of your journey, I think that can be therapeutic and maybe lead to happiness. Maybe put the phone down and instead of you know, swiping through Facebook for an hour, maybe setting that down and just journaling for 15 minutes could be a good alternative. Yeah. The journaling situation, I don't do it quite as much as I did, but I still keep up with doing it. Try to maybe at least once a week or something, because it's cool to the, I'd never really journaled till whatever, several months back. It's pretty cool to read back and look every now and again, every few months I'll read and you can kind of see it's really interesting what you were thinking, how you were feeling a little bit and to see how far you've come. I think you can find some happiness in, in looking at, um, how you evolved and how you've changed. And look, that's not to say that sometimes in life we get off the track that we'd want to be on too, and it can kind of help bring you back to a track you'd want to be, again, finding happiness in, in some little things, little improvements along the way. Yeah, I think um, the technology aspect, it'll be interesting to see what happens down the road. You know, we talked about relationships being a big component in people's happiness and having that those interactions. Um, and just the younger people, like my stepson, um, you know, seeing his interactions with his friends, it's completely different than mm-hmm. the way that I grew up. Uh, you know, one, he'll have one or two friends in the back seat. He's in the front seat and they'll text each other. They don't really talk or inter- interact like that. So it's, it's, it's interesting to see uh, how their relationships are and what will happen um, down the road, how that will affect them and their happiness. 
Yeah, I will agree. John, you were actually telling me that one day about the texting with them too. And yeah, it was so different than when we were kids, man. Like uh, night and day uh, situation. And I think that's another easy thing. It's easy. It could be the same thing even in the work world now that in my world, a lot of stuff's becoming, and I'm sure I know Craig's done a little bit of it. I think John has too, like the telemedicine. But in my world, we're doing like Zoom depots now and all that. And you're, the human interaction that you can get with people because even – in my situation, you can be adversaries with somebody, but you can still be happy and you can still get along, but it's different. And it's a lot easier too to hide behind a screen mm-hmm. and say what you want to say than if you were really sitting in the room with somebody to say it. Yes. No, I think it's completely different whenever you're looking somebody in the face and you know, you say something, they might punch you in the face. You definitely got to be on guard. <laughs> <laughs> so watch out. Have Paul with you when that happens. That's right. <laughs> my bodyguard. Okay, guys, before we head out, I just want to bring up a little quote today that I uh, read and I thought it was pertinent to the um, topic that we were talking today, and it's from Psalms, and it says, The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. And I think that's um, really pertinent that, uh, you know, if you keep your eyes focused on uh, your eternal salvation, your eternal goal that, uh, you know, we'll all walk around with a little brighter shine in our eyes and a bigger smile on our face. Absolutely, buddy. Um, Because that is, I think it's, again, uh, you see people in your life every day, or maybe not literally every day that you know, but people in this world, you never know when your time gets to be called up. And I think if you do focus on the eternal aspect, you can find joy with whatever you're going through in your life. And I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. It's a beautiful verse. And just doing this Bible podcast I've been listening to, it seems like consistently whenever we're in alignment with God's will and His commandments and His what He has for us, man, life is good. People are happy. It's up. It's great. And whenever we turn our back, things don't work out so well. And it just it seems true today is what's true as it was you know, in the Old Testament. So definitely a good place for people to, to put a lot of their energy and thoughts. If you're not... Uh, a Christian, you know, consider learning a little bit more about our our Lord and Savior. And uh, if you're like us and on this journey, make you know, falling down multiple times, you know, find someone to help pick you up and get you back on track. Because I think that's where the true happiness will come from. Amen, CC. And he's dealing right now with a wife with a John and a hot dog split personality. Really Jesus, <laughs> I got both. That's so the both worlds. He's still happy with that. <laughs> I have a bipolar uh, personality. <laughs> I think <in> my life. so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, April. Uh, I know. Yeah, she's not going to hear it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. We've come to the end of this little road trip. Um, it's time for our favorite segment, What Made You Hit the Gas or Pump the Brakes? And uh, I think today we're going to throw it over to Hot Dog. What hot you got dog for us, brother? Yeah, we're going to... Uh, flip it over here. I think John uh, may bebop a word or two in because he was with me for the ride yesterday. Our good buddy, um, I can't remember what number it was, but uh, we had a podcast with Mickey Smith Jr. Mickey, fantastic podcast. A great podcast. Uh, Mr. Positivity. Yeah, a lot of positivity. You want to look for some happiness, tune in there um, for sure. And so Mickey had texted me about going to lunch, and I kindly invited John along for the ride. He decided to show up, shockingly. And uh, we invited CC, but CC had some family stuff going on, so wasn't able to make it. But I thought it was – I'm going to go with – sorry. Um, pump the brakes a little bit. Pump it. Yeah, because 
Mickey uh, is making a, a journey over to Florida, a great opportunity um, that he's been given in life, and it was really neat, and I think we're going to try to have him back on to tell this story about how God opened some doors for him. But I did sit there listening, and I told John, man, we didn't, we didn't talk a lot. We listened. <laughs> we, we listened quite a lot to Mickey. Um, but his story and how kind of God worked through him and his um, faith in the plan, so to speak, and, and ultimately he winds up giving some stuff up to the Lord, and then the doors open for him. It really made me stop and think about, you know, my own life uh, personally a little bit. Um, there's things, goals I'd like to accomplish, but sometimes that our wants and needs are not on God's time. And I think Mickey really showed a lot of that yesterday in his story, John. What do you think, man? No, I agree. Um, it was interesting how, you know, he really wasn't even open to the idea of moving. And uh, each time that he felt like that was going to be the the best option for him to turn that opportunity down, something else came up that allowed that conversation, that opportunity to continue to the point to where he was like, well, I really don't, at this point, I really don't feel like we can turn it down. I feel like this is going to be the best option for us to get out there and go see, um, see if we can make a difference in a better, in a different part of the world. He's moving to West Palm beach, Florida, uh, and starting a music program over there. Um, so it sounds like a great opportunity for him, and you know it, it'll be great to see what uh, he's going to do out there. I know they are not going to be disappointed in what what they get uh, as far as the education is concerned. I just want to let Mickey know personally. I'm sad to see him leave. Yeah, well, I'm sad too. It makes at least three of us. So just so you know, um, people saw him going big places and. You know, we had lunch with him. He's like, well, you know, everybody kind of thought I was going to move on. And I'm kind of sad. Nobody wants me to, nobody's sad to see me go. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, uh, and Mickey's an amazing uh, individual. And I wasn't there for, I wasn't able to be at that podcast, but I believe it was episode 31. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hear a Grammy award-winning um, musician give his words of wisdom and, uh, and get some pearls from that, I would highly recommend listening to episode 31. Yeah, Mickey, and uh, we want to wish you the best, man. Appreciate all the uh, positive influence you've had on our lives and we will continue to have, and we'll, we'll try to get you on here again one day. And guys, uh, what do you think about happiness? I liked it. thought it was a pretty good pod. John, I'm proud of you. Man, I'm happy about it. It was great. Man. I thought it was awesome. Got a bunch of pearls, kind of even told myself some things I need to tell myself. You know, it's He's now, like, how am I going to control these two wives? I know. <laughs> these two wives. It's really a question of John has made it up to a 5.0. <laughs> can is he gonna go up or is he gonna fall back down oh, you can digress i suppose yeah, that's possible i think that's what this comes to here it's only up <laughs> it's progress <laughs> right the journey up. hey happiness is the progress in the journey up the mountain <laughs> <laughs> that's ncc when you need it buddy <laughs> well y'all downgraded me because last week the week before i got up to a six or a 6.5 one of you said so just saying I feel like I think they're like did a 4.75 s- at one point. Or maybe I gave you a six. He pulled you to a four seven five from a five. <laughs> a little more probably. Calling a spade what it is. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, guys, we appreciate everybody tuning in, and if you do get a chance to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, we would appreciate it. Uh, means a lot to us. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this